Hi, I'm Pastor Robbie Barrett, and I want to take this time to thank you for taking time out of your busy day to listen to a life-changing word from God. And I pray that as you listen to these podcasts, that it will shape your way of thinking and that you will be walking in the fullness of what God has for you. Amen. Now, can we put our hands together and give God some praise one more time? Come on. Hallelujah. Romans 8, 22. I want you to see this right here. Romans 8. 22. How many in here has had a baby? Now, no men, raise your hands. All right, so let me, let me give you a little heads up. Today, those of you in here this morning that have had babies, you're going to relate to this message. Now, how many in here this morning has a vision? Raise your hand. That better be everybody. Guess what? You too are going to relate. Because the same process that a woman goes through when birthing a human being into this world, the same process that you and I go through when God has placed a vision on the inside of us that He wants to birth forth in our life. I want you to see this right here. Romans 8, 22. All right, now read this right here. It says, For we know that all creation, somebody say all, has been groaning in the pains of what? Childbirth. Right up to the present time. Now, you've heard me and you've heard many other ministers talk about vision and the process of vision and the phases of vision. But today, <coughs> I'm not going to deal with the phases of vision. I'm not going to deal with the process. Today, we're going to go all the way up to the end where your vision is birthing forth. Yes, today I want to preach about birthing your vision. Because I'm going to tell you something. It's not the beginning that's the hard part. It's not even the middle that is the hardest part. Do you want to know the hardest part of the whole process of your vision? Let me let you in on something. It's during the labor pains. Let all the women say amen. See, you, you got to understand that. Now, at the, first, the whole part of your pregnancy, yeah, you might have a little ups and downs here and there, but for the most part, everything will go the way it's supposed to go in the pregnancy until you get to the birthing stage. Then that's where all the pain is, amen? That's where all the sorrow is. That's where all the, the grief is. Why? Because you are feeling the pressure. You are feeling the pain. You are feeling all the things that's weighing down on you. Why? Because something is changing in your life. Can I tell you something? If, I, if you was to ask me, uh, Brother Robbie, where do most people quit in the stages of their vision? Where do most people stop when it comes to believing God? Can I tell you when? When you're about to receive it. When you're about to birth it. When the labor pains are coming upon you, <clears throat> that's when most people call it quits. That's when most people say, this is too hard. I'm not going to deal with this anymore. And so today, I want to deal with this today because we need to know what to do. Because many of us in here, we are in the birthing stage of our vision. Somebody say hallelujah. We're at the, we're at the part now. There's no turning back. There's no going backwards. This baby, this vision is coming forth, like it or not. So we have got to bear down. But for most of us in here, if you're in that stage, I guarantee you, you're going through labor pains. You're going through labor pains. 
Right now you are feeling the pressure. Right now you are, and I'm not talking about just any kind of pressure. I'm talking about pressure you've never dealt with before. Right now you are experiencing pain or, 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 uh, or sorrow in your life that you have never dealt with before. And some of you, it may seem like to you that this is the part where your vision dies. This is the part where, where what you've been trying to receive in God is now no more. But I've been sent by the Lord to tell you that the labor pains are signed. Not that God has quit on you. Not that God is not going to fulfill what He said. But it is signs that it is coming to an end. If you believe that in here this morning, put your hands together and give God some praise. So watch this. Your whole pregnancy, what do you prepare for? Labor. Do you realize that you don't even prepare so much for after the birth as much as you do before the birth? I want you to see that. Many say, uh, God, why do I have to go through the process? God, why do I have to go through this? Why do I have to go through that? Because He's been preparing you. Now, God told you what He was going to do in your life, didn't He? He told you what He was going to bring forth. He told you uh, what the baby was. He told you when the baby was coming. But what have you been doing? You've been, you've been going through the process, preparing yourself, not for birth. You've been preparing yourself for labor pains. Because, you see, the Bible says, now watch this, the Bible says that joy comes after the birth. But all you women in here, you know right now, there ain't nothing joyous about labor, is there? Look at some of you. You don't have a clue. But just bear with me. Amen. You, there's no joy in labor pains. There's no joy in feeling the pressure and the contraction. There's no joy in that. And so we got to understand that them whole nine months has been preparing us not for after the birth, but for before the birth. And now you realize the reason why God has been strengthening you and preparing you and shaping you and molding you. Why? Was to get you ready for the birthing stage because that is when the enemy is going to hit you the hardest. Somebody better talk back to me. You see, you think the enemy hits you the hardest when you're at the beginning of your vision. Uh uh. You think that God, or, or excuse me, the enemy hits you at the hardest at the middle of your vision. No, let me tell you when he hits you the hardest. He hits you the hardest when you are right on the borderline, when you are right there at your vision, at your manifestation, at your promise. That's when the enemy pulls out all his guns, all his stuff, just to stop you. Labor. Somebody say labor. So I realize this has been the hardest part for you. If those of you in here this morning, this message is for you, then you've got to understand, I realize that this part has been the toughest part of your life. Some of you can lift your hand and say, Brother Ryan, I'm telling you right now, this part of my vision, I, I don't. sometimes I wrestle with I'm going to make it or not. Sometimes I wrestle with the fact, will I, can, am I able to push through this thing? Because I am feeling the pressure. I am feeling the labor pains. I am feeling the contractions. And, and I I, I'm too far in to go backwards. Are you listening to me? 
But I didn't come here this morning to, to say, oh, poor thing. I didn't come here this morning to say, oh, well, you need to just relax and quit. I, I, didn't, I didn't come here this morning to tell you that. I didn't come here this morning to tell you you need to feel sorry for yourself. Here's what I come to tell you this morning. Push. Somebody talk back to me and say, push. I come here this morning to tell you to push. And if you're in the hospital, even though you're in that pain, and, and they say it's, it's pain that it's, it's amazing that the human body can endure that type of pain. That's what kind of pain they say it is. And even though you're in that pain, and even, in, even though you're in the toughest part of that process, what does the doctor say? He doesn't say, well, just relax, and we're going to give you something to knock you out. No. What's he say to you? He says what? Push. Somebody say amen. amen. He says push. Why? Because to get this, what you've been waiting on, this is not the time to quit. This is not the time to turn around. This is not the time to say, oh, it's too hard. I can't do this anymore. I can't go on anymore. Now is the time to push. Somebody give God some praise in here. It's time to push. It's time to bear down and keep going. Woo. How do I push? When you continue to stand, you're pushing. When you continue to be faithful, you're pushing. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Being faithful might mean getting up and going to a job you hate. Come on. Being faithful mean it might mean coming to the church when it's pouring the rain. Being faithful mean means it, it, might, it means you got to preach whether you feel like it or not. you got to sing whether you feel like it or not. you got to be there for other people and encourage them in their process whether you feel like it or not. You know what that is? That's pushing. That's pushing. Even though you yourself are going through things, even though you yourself are going through the pain and the suffering and the sorrow, when you stand and say, I'm going to keep going. I don't feel like it, but I'm going to keep going. I, I, I don't, I don't, it doesn't look like God is going to do what he said, but I'm going to keep doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm going to keep paying my tithes. I'm going to keep praying. I'm going to keep reading the word. I'm going to keep uh, studying. I'm going to keep showing up to church. See, when you're doing that, you know what you're doing? You're pushing. You're pushing your vision through. You're pushing your birth. You're birthing out what God has placed in you. The promise that God has placed in you. Go to Exodus 1.9. And he said unto his people, he said, Behold, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. This is Pharaoh talking. Go ahead to the next one. Come on, let us deal wisely with them, lest they multiply and it come to pass. Somebody say that again. Lest they multiply and it come to pass, that when they fall out any war, they join also unto our enemies and fight against us, and so get them up out of the land. Go to the next one. Therefore they did set over them taskmasters to what? To afflict them with their burdens. And they built unto Pharaoh treasured cities, Python and Ramesses. But, unto, and, and, but the more they afflicted them, this is the part I love the best. You ready? But the more they afflicted them, the more they what? Ooh. Let me say it one more time. But the more they afflicted them, they multiplied and grew, and they were grieved because 
of the children of Israel. So, so watch this right here. See, I've come to tell you that it was good that you were afflicted. Come on now. I didn't come to church for that. I'm here to tell you it was good that you were afflicted. It was good. It's good that you're in labor pains right now. I can't believe he said that. Why would I want to be in labor pains right now? See, some of, watch this. <laughs> if I've seen anything, especially from my wife or other women, if I've seen anything, when it comes close to being time in labor, they've got this attitude right here. I'm ready to get this over with. Amen? Because you're miserable, right? You're just ready to, to bring this thing forth. You know, that's the same thing that you and I feel when it comes to our vision. I'm just ready to see this thing manifest. I've been fighting for so long. I've been, I've been pressing for so long. I've been carrying this thing for so long. I am ready to see my vision birth. I am ready to get through this process. But then something comes. Affliction comes. Sorrow comes. There's more. I want you to write this down if you're keeping notes. There's more than one reason for labor pains. I'm not, I'm not talking about on a natural standpoint. I'm talking about on a spiritual standpoint. There's more than one reason for labor pains. You say, what do you mean by that? Sometimes labor pains are for our own good to get ourselves up and get moving. Come on. There are other times, though, that labor pains are sent by the enemy to do what? Because he is afraid of where you are going. Because he is afraid of who you are. Now you see right here in the story of Exodus, we see, and I want you to see this. See, most people think the enemy's hitting me because he knows he can. The enemy is attacking me because he knows that I'm not qualified. Because he knows that he's greater than me or mightier than me. Uh-uh. See, that's where you're wrong. you got to understand the reason why the labor pains are there is because the enemy is scared to death about what's coming next. He is scared to death of your vision birthing. He is scared to death of you coming to that place that God said you were going to come to. Somebody needs to help me praise him right now. And this is the time where you got to realize that it was good that you were afflicted. If the enemy's hitting you right now, it better be some red flags up right now saying to you, listen, there's a reason for this attack. There is a reason for these labor pains. There is a reason. And the reason for that is, is you are getting ready to birth. You are getting ready to manifest what God has said in your life. And so therefore the enemy is scared. Isn't it funny? Now you see this right here. Isn't it funny that the enemy knows who you are before you do? Hey, hey. See, the enemy knows who you are before you do. I just don't know why things are so hard. I just don't know why the enemy's always hitting me. He's always attacking. It seems if I get one thing settled, then he's over here hitting that. And I just don't understand why he's got all this time just for me. He knows who you are before you do. You heard the enemy. He said... If we don't do something now, oh man, I'm fixing to get excited. If we don't do something now, if we don't start afflicting them now, if we don't start bringing trouble their way now, 
then they're going to be nothing but a danger to us. They're going to be nothing but a headache, a thorn in our side. And they will overpower us. And they will subdue us. And we will have no control over them. See, in here, ladies and gentlemen, this is why you need to push in your labor pains. Because the enemy is trying to do everything he can to stop you. Because if he cannot stop you now, he's not going to be able to stop you later on. Somebody give the Lord some praise. And somebody say, hey. So you got to see that. The enemy's scared because he knows who you are before you do. And guess what? He sees where you're going before you do. Seems like every time God promises me something, the enemy sends something related to that to try to shut it down. Would you like to know why? Because he knows what it's going to do. And see, some of you are sitting here and saying, yeah, that's right. But you don't understand. See, you think you know how great it's going to be, but you don't. You, you think you've got God all figured out and you know what he's going to do and you know every step and, and you know how great it's going to be, but you don't. Because you see, there are things that God is going to do in your life that he's not yet revealed to you. I need you to see that. It's always bigger than what it looks like. Somebody turn to your neighbor and say, it's always bigger than what it looks like. It's always bigger. See... God told him, God told them that he was going to deliver them out of the grip of the Egyptians. But what he didn't tell them, that they was going to come out with the riches of Egypt. Somebody say, hey. He didn't tell them that. See, some of the things that God has promised you, he's not told you all the details. He's not told you everything. So you got to realize and see the enemy knows how big it's going to be. He knows what a, what a threat it's going to become. So that's why in the, in the process, in the pregnancy stage, that's why he's trying to kill you. Have you ever noticed that when it came to stopping the plans of God, have you ever noticed that, that the enemy always tried to kill them in the birthing stage? You ever notice that? Kill all the baby boys. Kill all the children. Why? And you can see that today. Abortion is running rampant today. Why? Because that's the stage where you're most vulnerable. The enemy knows. But the word says, and I just showed it to you, the word says that the more they were afflicted, the more they multiplied. So watch this. The enemy said, we've got to do everything we can do to contain them, to keep them, to stop them from being who they are supposed to be and to having what they're supposed to have. We know the plans that God has for them. We know that everything he's going to bring in their life. So we have got to contain them. So I want you to put pressure on them. I want you to afflict them. I want you to mess with their kids. I want you to mess with their finances. I want you to mess with their health. Whatever you can do to try 
try to contain them. But the Bible says that the more the enemy tried to contain them, the more that they multiplied. Somebody say amen in here this morning. The more that the enemy hits you, it is not to contain you. He might try to contain you, but let me tell you something. As long as you're trusting in God and as long as you're putting your faith in Him, it's only going to make you multiply and grow. Somebody give the Lord praise. It's going to multiply you. Somebody say, I grow under pressure. <laughs> Lord, why, why am I under pressure right now? Lord, why am I going through this right now? Because you grow under pressure. You don't grow out of pressure. You grow under pressure. It's the same way. Listen, I can't go into the gym and just look at them weights and say, oh, I'm getting bigger. It will never happen until I put myself under pressure. Come on, somebody. Yesterday, I had 300 pounds over my chest. Somebody say, that's pressure. When, and when you put pressure on you, that is when you begin to grow. That is when you begin to strengthen. That is when you begin to multiply. And so we see here right now that just because you're feeling labor pains, just because you've never went through something like this before, it does not mean that this is your final stop. It does not mean that this is going to shut down the dreams that God has given you. But I beg to differ. You know, let me tell you what this means. It only means that this is setting you up to push you to that. How many knows labor is designed to make what? To push out. See, the things that you're going through right now, See, you might have been coasting through this thing. Well, I'm believing God. I'm trusting Him. I know He's going to do things. And then pressure comes. And then you do stuff like, oh, Jesus. Now, come on. Oh, Jesus. What's going on? I don't understand this. Somebody say He's pushing you out. You can't stay where you are. Ezekiel 12, 28. Read this right here. It's one of my favorite scriptures. It says, Therefore say unto them, Thus says the Lord God, There shall none of my words be prolonged any what? Ooh, that's what we want to hear. Lord, give me a word today. My words that I promise you are not going to be delayed anymore. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Right? But the words which I have spoken shall be done, saith the Lord. The doctor tells you the baby will arrive on March the 22nd. What do we say? Praise the Lord. Amen? But what he doesn't tell you is, is the, even just a few hours before that, you're going to want to quit. Somebody get when I'm laying down. See, God said it's time. It's time for the word of the Lord to come forth. It's time for, for, for what I said, all the stuff that I said to you, it's time to manifest it. No more talking about it, speaking about it, shouting about it, whatever. It's time to manifest it, right? So we get excited and we get enthused. But guess what happens? But there's pain. There's pain you've never felt before. There's sorrow you've never dealt with before. My question to you is, what do you do? 
you know that what God has promised you is here and it's now. It's birthing time. March 22nd is here. It's time to do this thing. But yet you're feeling pain that you've never felt before. You're feeling sorrow or you're feeling pressure that you've never dealt with. What do you do? You want me to say it to, in a way that you can explain it? God's getting ready to do what He said, but you are fighting the urge to quit. Anybody ever been there? How many knows the hottest part of the battle is right at the end? It's always right at the end. And that's when, guess what? You are your tiredest. You are your weariest. You've been fighting. You've been pushing. You've been driving. And now you are fighting to where you're barely making it. Come on. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? You come to church on empty. You praise on empty. You sow with an IOU. I mean, you, you just, you're going on the last bit of strength that you have. You know the word of the Lord is here, but you're dealing with pain right now. What do you do? This is the part, now watch this, this is kind of funny, but this is the part where the wife, and you see this on TV shows and stuff like that, this is the part where the wife tells the husband, I'm going to kill you. Right? Because you're dealing with so much pressure and frustration and pain and anguish you've never felt before. You know it's coming. You know it's birthing. You know everything you've been longing for is here. But yet you're going through this right now. You're having to deal with triumph and pain at the same time. So what do we do? This is the stage. Watch this. This is the stage where the struggle is not so much the pain. But you know what it is? This question right here. Are you ready? Is it worth it? See, you thought I was going to tell you that you just, you just push on through, you just brush on through, and you receive what God has for you. Uh-uh. Let me tell you something. Anybody who's ever received something great from God has asked themselves this question. Is it worth it? And let me tell you something. If you've not come to that point, you're not at the birthing stage yet. Brother Robbie, how do I know that it's not time for what God said to come forth. If you're not at the place where you're wrestling with, is this worth it? Is it worth to keep going on? Is it worth to keep pushing? Is it worth to keep going like I've been going? Is it going to pay off? Because you see, right now, let me tell you something. You're not thinking about that precious little baby being born and you holding it in your arm. You're thinking, pain! I want to escape. I want to get away. It's pain. So you got to ask yourself, am I at that point where I'm wrestling with it? Is it worth it? Are you waking up in the morning and just saying, is it worth it? Come on, this is real. Are, are, are you going to pray? And speaking what you're supposed to be speaking and praying what you're supposed to be praying. But yet asking yourself, is it worth it? 
am I going to get through this? Because you read in some places that women didn't have enough strength to finish. That's, that's true, right? So you, got, you wrestle with that. Do I have what it takes? Am I enough? Is it worth it? Am I going to make it through this? Even though the word of the Lord, it's time. It's not going to be prolonged anymore. It's here. The time of the Lord is at hand. But yet you're dealing with so much pressure. The enemy is pulling out everything he's got to try to keep you from crossing that line. And you're wrestling with that. Is it worth it? That's why today I, I, I told you I didn't come to deal with the process. I come to deal with the birthing stage, the labor pains. Because this is where people give up. This is where people quit. This is where people say, I'm tired. I've had enough. This is crazy. I can't do this no more. This is where that happens. So we got to know what to do. In John, in the book of John, Jesus said, The woman's sorrows of labor are turned into joy immediately after birth. Watch this. When you come out of this, you're going to see why. Because that's what we wrestle with. Why? Why is this so hard? Why do I have to continually go through this? Why am I dealing with this over and over and over again? See, the great news about this is, is that once the birthing is over and what God has promised you has manifested and it has come on the scene, you're going to get a clear indication on why you went through the labor pains and why you kept fighting and you kept pushing and why the enemy was hitting you with everything had in you. Why? Because you see the glory and the magnitude of what God has promised you. Somebody praise the Lord in here if you know what I'm talking about. When Joseph came out, he no longer said, my brothers afflicted me. No, he said it was the Lord's doing. Because he was preparing me, he was shaping me, he was molding me. And now look at what God has done for me. And one of his children, I can't, I can't remember if it's Ephraim or Manasseh. But one of them, their name means that God has caused me to forget my sorrow. Isn't that amazing? And see, some of it, let me tell you. Some of us, and I'll be real with you, I sometimes wrestle with this. I sometimes, I, I, I wrestle with the fact if I come out of this and, and God blesses me and He does everything He said He's going to do in my life, will I ever be the same? Because I'm telling you, some, some of you mothers in here, you probably ask yourself that, will I ever be the same after this? But you see, you got to understand something in here this morning. you got to understand that God is able to make you to forget all your sorrows, all the pain, all the anguish you ever went through my God when he dumps and manifests what he's put in your life it just blows your mind and it brings forth joy that you've never experienced before and again Jesus uses this analogy of a woman giving birth during the labor you don't want this right Calgon take me away that's what you're saying. And the husband's right there. I love you. 
right? But then when that baby comes, you forget about it. If we can do that on a natural standpoint, don't you think God can do that with your, His promise that He made you? With the vision that He's put in your life? Let me tell you something. He can do it. The Bible says that Jesus despised the shaming of the cross. And He, and he bore it with this one thing in mind. With the joy that awaited Him. The cross was not joyful. It was not a happy time. And Jesus was debating this thing. Is it worth it? You mean Jesus? Yeah, Jesus was debating it. Just like you and I do. Is it worth it? One part Jesus said, I could call down legions of angels. But this is why I came. I no doubt some of you mothers in here, you were saying the same thing. I, could, I just need to get out of this misery, but this is why I'm here. To birth this thing. To bring forth life. Why the enemy was so afraid, why it was so tough. That's what you're going to find out. You're going to find out that when you come out on the other side, you're going to find out why the enemy hit you so hard. Why he was so afraid. Why he was trying to pressure you so much. And you're going to find out why it was so tough. And when you get that, guess what? Your sorrow is going to be turned into joy. Psalms 139. It says, For thou hast possessed my reins. You have covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hid from you when I was made in the secret and, curious, and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. One translation says the womb. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect. And in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. Now the part I want to deal with, maybe it's not so much the vision that you are in the birthing stage of, but maybe it's who God said you are. Maybe it's you yourself on a personal level, what God has called you to do, what God has destined you to do. And maybe you're at that point, the climax of all the processing, the shaping, the molding. Here's what comes next, a deep yearning. So now watch this, those of you in here, you've been through the process. You've been through the shaping. You've been through the molding. You know what now is hitting you? A yearning. What kind of yearning? What happens when the womb is no longer sufficient? Now, we know this right here, that a baby can't stay in the womb forever, can it? Come on. If it was to, there would be serious problems and complications. Amen? That's what would happen. 
And some of us, listen, for most of us, that's the same case for us. We cannot stay in the place that we've been staying in. We cannot stay in the same season forever. We cannot stay in the same place forever. So there comes a time, and this is how you know that birthing is getting ready to take place. Because there comes a time where the place that you've been in is no longer working. Before it was all right, you were, you were content, I'm going to go with this thing, I'm going to do this thing, and here we go. But maybe now you're at the point where you're saying, this just don't work anymore. This isn't cutting anymore. I, I, I can't go any further. I can't learn anymore. I can't do anything else. That's because the womb is no longer sufficient for you. How many knows that during that process, everything in the womb is everything the baby needs, right? They learn, they develop, they get fed there. It, it's comfortable, it's warm, it, it, it's, it's protection, it's all that. But there comes a time where they can no longer stay in the place that they were, but they've got to be birthed to a new season, amen? They've got to be birthed to a new dimension. And see, the same thing is with you and I. There was a time where God was preparing us in that secret place and, and in that place of, uh, of barrenness and, and wilderness where God was shaping us and molding us and correcting us us and building our character and doing all these things to get us ready for this but now you're at a point where you have to be birthed why because the things that used to work no longer work anymore Woo! somebody say that's me in here this morning so watch labor comes to push you out I guarantee you I guarantee you that some of you, the reason why you're saying that this doesn't work anymore because you're feeling the pressure. Mm. I guarantee you that, that for most of you, you're feeling the urge and the tendency to go forward, to, to get out of this place, to go deeper, is because you're feeling the pressure. You're feeling the contractions. You're feeling the labor pains. See, the labor pains come to let, the, to let you know you can't stay here no more. Amen. And for some of us, we need to lift our hands in here this morning and say, God, I thank you for the labor pains because I would have never went out further. I would have never went any deeper in you. I would have never got saved. I would have never started going to church if I hadn't felt labor pains. Somebody give God some praise in here this morning. Some of us need to thank God because some of us, we're just them type of people. There, there are people, watch this, there are people that are on the go and ready and motivated and this and that, but there are other people that need pushed. Come on. There are other people, you need that fire set up under you to get you to move. Labor pains come. I told you there's more than one reason for labor pains. And one of these other reasons is it causes you to push out. It causes you to, not, to no longer be satisfied and content with the place that you are. See, before you can ever go greater in God, you must come to a place where you are no longer satisfied and content with where you are. So here's another indication. As long as you are still satisfied and content with where you are, you're not ready. But if you're at that place where you're saying, 
man, something's got to break. Something's got to give. Something's got to change. Something's got to move. I can't stay here no more. I can't. I, I, what, what's going on around me, it's no longer satisfying. It's no longer uh, making me content. I've got to push higher. Then it's time to push. It's time to go further. You've outgrown your season. Somebody say, I've outgrown my season. How do you know you've outgrown your season? Labor pains. How do you know that baby has outgrown the womb? Labor pains. Somebody say amen. Look at somebody. Man, I'm going through this exact thing right now. God said if I didn't push you, you'd still be trying to make it work. Hey, 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 hey. How many in here that can be bold enough to say, yeah, you talking to me? See, what you don't realize is, is that if the Egyptians had never started to afflict the Israelites, they would have never been motivated to go to their own land. Come on. See, that's the point where I tell you that even the evil, even the bad that the enemy sends to you, that God turns it for your good. How many knows in here you would have never started to fight if the enemy would have never messed with you? Oh, come on. If he'd have never messed with your kids, if he'd have never messed with your finance, if he'd have never messed with your mind, you would have never got up and said, enough is enough. I'm not putting up with this anymore. But you would have kept coasting through life. But isn't it amazing how God uses the good, the bad, and the ugly to push you forward and to see his plan work in your life? If anybody believes that God is amazing in here this morning, why don't you give God some praise right now? Because I'm telling you, he's working it for your good. Labor pains are good. Why? Because they want me to give up? No, because that's telling you, it's time. Somebody turn to your neighbor and say, it's time. Ooh, Jesus. Isaiah 66, 9. Shall I bring to birth and not cause to bring forth, saith the Lord. Shall I cause to bring forth and shut up the womb, saith thy God. In other words, God says right here, he said, Shall I bring you all the way up to the time of birth and not birth you? Shall I do all this stuff in your life and move for you and, and, and show you my glory and show you my power and shape you and mold you and process you all to just bring you to this point to let you die in labor? That's how we feel, isn't it? Come on, let's be real. That's how we feel. I guarantee you some of you in here have said this very same thing. God, did you bring me this far just to let me fall? Is this all that my life is going to end up to be? But the great news in here this morning, listen, push. Why do I want you to push? I'm telling you to push, not so you can get to another battle. 
This is what's going to motivate some of you that's at that point where you're saying, is it worth it? Some of you that's at that point where you're, where you're fighting the urge to quit, where you're fighting the urge to say, I can't do this no more. I can't hold on any longer. This is for you. I want you to push this morning. How can I push when I'm at that point? Because you're not pushing to get to another storm. That's the process. You're pushing because it is the last storm. Somebody give God some praise right now. You're pushing because the labor means this is it. This is the last of it. There's no more trials. There's no more storms. There's no more hiccups. This is here and it's now. The cycle is being broken. The cycle of continually going through the same thing over and over and over is coming to an end. How can I push? Because I know I'm pushing for the last time. I guarantee you that every mother in here that one of the last things the doctor said to you was push one more time. Somebody say it with me. Push one more time. Oh, God Almighty. Push one more time. Somebody come on up and play. Somebody say it again. Push one more time. Time. I know you feel like you you barely got anything left, but you got enough strength left in you to push one more time. You've got enough faith in you to push one more time. Why? Because there's not going to be another storm. There's not going to be another battle. This is it. This is what you've been waiting on for nine months. This is your breakthrough. This is your miracle. This is that new uh, new beginning. It's time to push. Don't fight to get to another storm. Fight because it's the last storm. Tap into the inner strength, the strength that he has never failed. How can I keep going in this? You tap into that inner strength. What's that inner strength in you? That inner strength of this right here. You ready? He's never failed. I know right now it feels like he's going to fail me, but i got to remind myself he's never failed. I know right now it, it looks as if what he promised is not going to come forth. But i got to remind myself how many other times that it didn't look that way, but God still did what he said. That's that inner strength. I guarantee you when that doctor said push one more time, you were probably thinking, I can't push no more. But you got to tap into that inner strength some of you in here God is saying push one more time some of you in here God is saying go one more time stand this final battle stand this final moment in time because this is the end of labor and birthing is coming which means unspeakable joy the sorrow is going to melt away come on the pain is going to melt away all the struggles every tear is going to melt away and you're going to have tears of joy and gladness and somebody say look what the Lord I'm going to sign off with this. He didn't bring you this far to not birth you through. And watch this. The pain, 
The pressure, the weariness is the proof. <laughs> Hold on, you got that messed up. I thought you were going to say the joy, the peace, the strength is the proof that God's going to do what He no. Your life falling apart right now is the proof. You being tired and weary and beat down is the proof. The pressure and the contractions that you're feeling in your life is the proof that God is birthing something and He's birthing it now. I dare somebody in here to lift your hands right now and say, God, I thank you for the labor pains. I thank you for it. I thank now that I understand, I thank you. Because it's proof. Watch this. Weeks before that, I guarantee you, you were contemplating asking your doctor if we can just go ahead and do this. Right? But he wouldn't do it, would he? So some of you, listen, if your, life's, if your life's not going good, you ought to be thanking God. You say, what are you, this is crazy. Why would I be thanking God? Because it's proof. Weeks ago that you wanted to happen, guess what? It's now happening. Oh, Stand to your feet this morning. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Prophetic Faith, the podcast edition. For partnering information or for prayer requests, you can go to our website at www.accelerantfaith.org or you may email us at accelerantfaith at yahoo.com. And just remember, one word from God can change anything.